Hey, Pastor John Aiken here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Faith Center podcast. We hope today's teaching will awaken and equip you to live out your God-given purpose. Enjoy. So uh, I want you to turn in your Bibles to Proverbs uh, 4, and I'm going to pray, put 10 minutes on the clock, and we're going to get started. So Father, in Jesus' name, I just give you thanks and I give you praise, God. I honor you and and thank you for all that you are doing and all that you've done. And I thank you that your word and your voice will leap off the page for us in Jesus' mighty name. So Proverbs 4, we've been looking at this and I want to read the whole thing because it is just that good. It is just that good. I love this. Proverbs 4, and we'll start in verse 20. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not... Let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth uh, and put perverse lips far from you and let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder or consider the path of your feet and let all of your ways be established. Do not turn to the right hand or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. So we'll talk about some of these, you know, verses 24 through 27, maybe in the next couple of weeks. But I just wanted to speak a minute uh, again to verse 23 about guarding your heart Um, in order to grow your heart, preparing your heart for growth. Um, There's a number of other scriptures we could look at and we could go to, but out of your heart, your heart is the thing that that controls all the different issues of your life, all the different realms of your life. Your heart is is like the, um, it's, it's not the thermometer that measures your, you know, your emotional, spiritual temperature, in your life, your heart is like the thermostat. It sets the temperature. It sets the degrees and the boundaries. Um, one of the best ways I've ever heard it said is, is a, a preacher who went to, um, to a guy's house and was talking. He saw this really unique fish in this fish tank, and it was some kind of Japanese, I don't even know what you call it, some kind of Japanese fish in this fish tank. And the guy asked, well, hey, how, how big is that fish going to get? And the guy answered, said, well, in that tank, the fish will get about, you know, three, maybe four inches long. Um, and he said, what do you mean in that tank? And he said, well, if the fish was in a bigger tank, like a, a two foot bigger, it'd get about two inches bigger than that. And if the fish was in the ocean, it'd get to be, you know, so big. And and it really struck that guy. And he was thinking about that and shared in a sermon. And I happened to hear that sermon about, you know, your tank is that invisible boundary those invisible boundaries. And this word issues can, can be translated in Hebrew to be boundaries. So it's kind of like we have these, these boundaries, these belief systems that are set up in our heart that are like the thermostat, like, like temperature things, you know. Um, and there are these boundaries that are invisible, but they're real. 
And we learn to live within these limiting boundaries of our heart. And we need to always let the Holy Spirit and the Word of God increase our boundaries so that we grow and grow and grow and grow and grow so that we become more like Christ in everything, so that our belief system would align up with the Word of God and the Spirit of God. And so the the guy said, it's kind of funny, he said, well, how did the fish know when he hit a boundary? When he hit a limit, how did the fish know when he hit one of his, you know, dysfunctional or distorted beliefs that was hitting a boundary? You know, how did the fish know? And the guy said, well, his his face would hurt, you know, because he hits the wall of the tank. And so how do you know when you're hitting a boundary? You 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 just get stopped by this rejection or pain or whatever. And see what happens to you is not nearly as important as what happens in you. What happens to you and what somebody does to you, or even what you you do to you, is not nearly as important as what you believe about you and about God. And so that's why you you have to you can't control everything about what happens to you. You can't control other people and their actions, but you can control your reaction to it. And that's why you guard your heart so that the word of God, uh, we we prepare our heart with the word of God in humility in surrender, in brokenness, that we trust God in front of our enemies and in front of our allies. It doesn't matter. We trust God because you can be deceived by an enemy. You can be deceived by an ally. You can deceive yourself. And so what we want to do is is walk in this thing where our heart is walking um, in the right preparation to grow. And so guarding your heart. And so if you look over in in, uh, Mark Uh, chapter four, the whole parable there is just really cool. Jesus from verse 13 all the way down to like the verse, you know, 20, he talks about, you know, four kinds of soil and three kinds of soil, which the soil represents the heart and three kinds of soil is not good. Not, it's not good. One kind of soil, the good ground is where your heart is wide open and you can receive from the Lord and, and your, your, your heart is, um, reproducing that seed, and it's a right, uh, fertile belief system, trusting God, humility, brokenness, surrender, obedience, trusting the Lord in these things. And as if you read through there on your own, which I encourage you to do that, verse 13, Jesus begins to explain the parable that he had just taught. And he said, look, if y'all don't get this parable, you're not going to get anything else I say. Because when Jesus teaches, he's the one scattering the seed. Like Tuesday night, scattering seed. Sunday morning, scattering seed. 10 at 10, we're scattering seed. You need to be really careful what you listen to. And and like Kelly taught us on Tuesday night, uh, the measure that you use in your listening, what you listen to and how you listen is and is is really important. You got to be all in. You can't be multitasking when you're approaching the word of God. You need to be ready to receive. And so these three types of ground, this this hard soil or the wayward side is the first kind of ground. And that's a closed mind. That's a mind that's a that's a that's a hard heart. It's a closed mind. It's a it's a it's a hardened heart that that's that's not open to the word of God. Maybe you've been wounded. Maybe you've been church hurt. Maybe somebody did you wrong and you're all you're all tore up about it and you've learned to live with a hard heart. You're skeptical you're too skeptical. Um, it's okay to be skeptical, but you get too skeptical, overly critical. 
and you don't trust the Lord and and you have this hard heart. And so God's sowing seed to you and in your heart, but you're not picking up on it. So that's a closed that's a that's a closed heart. That's a closed mind. That's a hard heart. And we got to be careful that we stay far away from a heart of an unbelieving heart, a bitter heart. Stay away from that because it will keep you from receiving new seed from God so that you can grow. And that second way is a of the the shallow ground um uh, which is also called, you know, the, the the stony ground. It's there's it's a superficial heart. It's a it's a shallow heart. It's a heart that receives the word. Just you you receive it, but then it takes no root in you. Doesn't really bring any change in your life. And you keep hearing, but never really understanding. You keep hearing, but never taking action. And so if you're somebody that hears the word of God and the enemy comes and takes it away from you really quickly, it's because you have a hard heart, a closed heart, and the enemy easily takes away the potential of promise in your life because of your hard heart. And and the second one is the shallow heart. You hear it and you're glad you receive it. You're like, oh man, this, you, you accept it. Like, this is good, man. I need this. And, and you're excited about it. But then a little something happens. You know, you get tested. Something happens. You, you get back home you, and, and somebody, you know, a little thing happens and it makes you fumble. It makes you give up. And you, you, and you go back real quick to what you used to do because there's no depth in you. There's no root in you. There's no endurance in you. There's no discipline to hold on to that word and hold on to that seed uh, in spite of pressure and persecution and that kind of stuff. So you don't want to have a closed mind and a closed heart, a hard heart, and you don't want to have a shallow and superficial heart. That, that's immature. You don't want to have that. You want to grow past that. And the, the last one, which is the thorny ground, is, is a, a distracted heart, a divided heart, that there's a part of you that receives the word and you walk in the word, but there's another part of you that is distracted and divided. It's like a double-minded man. You have God working in you, but you also have the flesh and sin working in you, and and. And what happens is those thorns of the flesh wrap around what God is doing in you and it chokes the life out. It chokes the life out. And that's what happens. So you want to guard your heart and prepare your heart. There's my timer. Prepare your heart to be able to grow and check yourself. Check yourself. Do I have a hard heart? And if so, break that hard heart. Break open in repentance and say, God, forgive me. I'm sorry for being prideful and being repentant. God, I, I humble myself before you and I receive your word. If you have a shallow heart and a superficial heart and you receive the word, but you don't have any endurance, then what you need to do is you need to go deeper. Lord, dig deeper in me and I'm going to hold on to this word and I'm going to do something different. The time when I normally would fumble and I normally would give up, I'm going to press in and, and just believe and, and go deeper. And those who are distracted by, you know, the cares of this life, the deceitfulness of riches, these all these other things that, that it talks about in that scripture, you know, you're distracted by these different things and the, the pleasures of this world and all this stuff. You need to repent of that and be like, you know what? I don't want that and uproot that stuff out of your life. I don't want that anymore. 
I'm not chasing money. I'm not chasing, you know, lust and pleasure. I'm not, I'm not, you know, fearful and worrying. I'm not doing that. God, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to believe you. And then you prepare your heart for good ground. And that's how you start receiving the word. And then you produce that fruit that's 30 fold, 60 fold, 100 fold. And, and then out of your harvest, out of your harvest, God uses you to scatter seed to other people because your life becomes a fruitful example of sowing seeds through testimony. So, Father, um, I thank you for everyone watching. I thank you for your peace in them and that you would help grow them. And I pray it all in Jesus' name. And Thanks again for listening to the Faith Center podcast. To connect with us, go to faithcenter.tv and fill out our connection card. We pray blessings over you and your family. We'll see you next time.